0: It's the odd, odd, odd to Newfoundland. Ghostly greetings from your host, Jonathan. 31 Days of Halloween. (laughs) California Witch Killers. What a cool name for a band. Oh boy, but it's actually a very bizarre case of murderers. These Californian killers went on a murderous rampage filled with witches, drugs, and sex. So pretty much my life back in college. Oxygen Digital is kicking off its first ever theme month in June with Crimes of the 80s. Here you go. Susan Burns met James Carson, and things got weird pretty much right away, like really fast. Both were satisfied divorcees, and Susan had been immersed in the 70s culture of free love and hallucinogens. After taking mescaline on one occasion in 1974, she had a vision that she would meet the man of her dreams. Three years later, when she finally saw James at a party, she said, this is the man I've been searching for. Indeed, James's daughter, Jen Carson, says that when the pair met, it was almost like two magnets just shooting across the room and joining. I think they had great sexual attraction. It didn't take long for the new couple to descend into a life of sex, hallucinogenic drug taking, among other things. Boy, was it only not just fun and games. No, no, no. This man and a pair would end up starting their own twisted religion, which would incite them into killing three people they deemed to be witches. This case, known infamously as the Witch Killer Case, is the subject of many books and podcasts. It is said that if he had fallen in love with the televangelists, he would have become one. If he had joined, if he had joined ISIS, he would have become a member. He was that much of a follower. He was drawn to extremist people. He found really exciting. Susan certainly wasn't born. Shortly after they met, Susan told James she had a vision and that his name was really Michael, as the angel who fought the devil. James was spellbound and changed his name to Michael. In another vision, Susan said he, she saw that they should both change their last name to Bear, which they also did. But perhaps the most dangerous vision of all was the one which Susan saw: they would would also become Muslims and kill witches. Unfortunately, Susan and Michael missed the part of Islam that prohibits the taking of mind-altering drugs and murder. <laughs> anyway, and they created their own sick, cute, little, little cult-like religion, dragging the name of Allah into it as justification. Oh, for God's sake. In 1978, after a year of being together, Susan and Michael traveled to Europe, preaching their religion. They also had a marriage ceremony by the moonlight at Stonehenge. Eventually, they ran out of money and were forced to return to the U.S., where they moved to San Francisco and into the apartment of Karen Burns, a 23-year-old wannabe like, who had moved to California to find fame, but instead found the hippie lifestyle I uh, hate Asbury. Michael and Susan wanted more from Karen than just cohabitation, though. They wanted her to be Michael's second wife and enter into a polyamorous relationship with them. When Karen backed that the idea Susan had a vision, that Karen was a witch. So Susan and Michael plotted the killer. Hooray! Happy Halloween! We're killing witches, folks! On March 6th, when Karen got home from work, Susan told Michael to kill her. To Michael follow their young roommate into the kitchen where he beat her in the head with a cast iron fire pan and then stabbed her 13 times. 13 times. I mean, how halloween is that? Around the face and neck to finish it. The couple then wrapped the body in a blanket, placed her head on the pillow, and did a series of bizarre childlike drawings all over the walls before leaving. Police found 23-year-old Karen's body on March 7, 1981, in her apartment with the skull bashed and stabbed 13 times around the face, neck, and mouth. Curiously, there was, you know rise on the wall, including the name Susan written around the pictures. Very strange. One of Karen's friends rushed to the scene of the crime as work got around and informed police that Karen's new roommates and their strange beliefs might be behind it. It wasn't until police questioned Karen's mother two days later, they got a full name, Susan Carson, and her, and her husband, Michael. But unfortunately, because Susan and Michael Carson weren't the couple's real names, police weren't able to track them down via their databases. After a year of searching for the murderous roommates, the investigation stagnated. The Carson hitchhiked north and for a year lived in a secluded cabin, which they believed was a refuge provided to them by Allah in the wilderness. But after a year, they got bored and decided to head back to Southern California and started working on a marijuana farm as caretakers. Things were seemingly fine until the couple started having problems with a friend of the farm owner, 26-year-old Clark Stevens. Clark was loud and drank a lot, and the garrison saw this as an, as an affront to Allah. Susan tried to block Clark from entering the farm one day, so Clark cost her out, and so Susan declared Clark a witch. And Michael was tasked as executioner. He shot Clark in the face. Oh, boy. On the lamb again, the carsons head right back to North Carolina and California, sorry, to hide out in the wilderness. And we'll go into civilization only for food and supplies. To get to town, the pier would hitchhike. Two years after the murder of Karen Bounds, the January 1983, they caught a ride with a man named John Hillier. In his pickup truck. Susan rode in the middle, and while driving, John's leg touched Susan's leg. Susan said she felt threatened, but more importantly, that she had a promotion, a premonition, sorry, about John, and that he was, once again, a witch. (laughs) Again, Michael was tasked with killing him. However, John fought back, and what ensued was a wrestling match for the gun Michael was trying to use to kill him. Police Santa Rosa, California received a 911 call from Roadside Fruit Stand from a witness who saw a pickup truck which had pulled up, and Susan, John, and Michael emerged. The three began fighting until Michael got hold of the gun and shot John. 30-year-old John Hillier later died in the hospital. Michael and Susan attempted to drive off in the truck, but police caught up and high-speed chase ended with a truck spinning out of control and landing in a ditch. The killer couple was taken in for questioning, but instead of talking about what led them to shoot John, who was being treated in the hospital, only wanted to talk about ESP, witches, and their DIY religion. In a jailhouse interview, Michael and Susan described themselves as religious warriors involved in a holy war against the witches. Oh, boy. The Carson's trial began in May 1984. Despite confessing to everything in the press conference, both Susan and Michael entered not guilty pleas, but after three days of trial, which Michael's daughter described as a zoo, they were both found guilty and given 25 to life, no chance of parole. Must be the season of the witch. Kill it. (laughs) I probably shouldn't say that. That's shocking. Every one of these stories have murders and killing and stuff in it. My God. But just to think that you start your own twisted, crazy religion and actually follow through with it and murder people. That's just just absolutely terrifying. Anyway, I hope you guys don't start your own weird cult and start killing people. And I hope you guys come back tomorrow. You know, if you're not killed by your polyamorous lovers tonight. Anyhow, I'll see you tomorrow. 31 Days of Halloween rolls on.